go, Brandon, but we all know what the saying means. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. You know what they say, ho. This is Benjamin Fulford speaking on November 3rd, 2023. Uh, we are in some kind of pause internationally right now, and uh, the Rothschilds are trying to negotiate a surrender. Uh, they contacted me uh, to say that, you know, humanity has to decide if it's a cancer or a cure for the planet. This reminds me of how when the Asian uh, secret societies first uh, raised the flag of war against the Khazarian Mafia, they contacted us to say, hey, you know, uh, the problem is you have all these third world peasants destroying ancient rainforests to plant yams to feed their families, and they, they're not producing anything, they're not making products, they're useless eaters, and we need to kill 90% of the planet in order to save the environment. This was the sort of justification they used for their uh, planned genocide uh, of most of humanity. And now they're coming back and say, well, well, maybe, um, maybe, maybe we can do something else. Uh, and the fact is, if you go to downtown Tokyo, you'll see wildlife in the parks, right in the middle of the, the high rises. Uh, you can have high population density in harmony with nature, and they're just not competent at doing it because their entire financial management system was parasitical. It was based on fraud, and it stole from the majority of the people who then had to steal from the environment. So in other words, they need to be removed from control because, as I mentioned when when I was first contacted by the Asian secret societies, not only are they criminally insane, they're also incompetent at managing the planet. So they're fired. That's the bottom line. They need to be removed from all control of central banks, the UN, the BIS, uh, the WHO, all that apparatus. Uh, they need to be fired wholesale. And then they will face war crimes tribunals. There's nothing I can do about it. They, they, they did that to themselves when they tried to murder people with vaccines. And there's no way on earth that anybody can stop the legal process that's now begun. And, you know, they're trying, though. They're throwing a lot of people under the bus. So, for example, Time magazine, which is, you know, set up by the Lucis Trust, in other words, the Luciferians, the Satanists, are now saying that Zelensky is finished and that they're looting the Ukraine as if there's no tomorrow and, and all sorts of stuff. So they're, they're throwing Zelensky under the bus. And then you have the Biden avatar. So this would be the, uh, the Rockefellers saying, well, you know, it looks like Netanyahu has to go, right? And in Canada, you have uh, members of prominent members of uh, Justin Castro's own liberal party saying he has to go and everybody else is saying he has to go. So they're throwing them all under the bus, but that's not going to help. Okay. We need Klaus Schwab, uh, Rothschild and Anthony Fauci and all those people in jail, uh, to face trial for crimes against humanity. And they tried to, they, they, Arrest uh, Dr. Uh, Reiner Filmic. Uh, pardon me if I mispronounce his name. 
to stop these trials, but that's not going to work. Uh, it's not going to happen. And the other thing, of course, the reason why they're trying to negotiate a surrender now is because their whole big plan, uh, their Hail Mary attempt to start World War Three in Israel is failing. Uh, they murdered, you know, their own people. Remember, this was uh, Khazarian Mafia or Zionists killing Jews and Arabs to try to get the Jews and Arabs to start killing each other. Everybody knows this, who's actually in any position of power in the world. They know this was a false flag and that Netanyahu was responsible and behind him the Rothschilds. And the plan was to get all the Middle Eastern countries so outraged that they would attack Israel and force the uh, Jews to move to the Ukraine or Khazaria because the Rothschild license uh, for control of Israel expired on October 31st. And they wanted to keep their slave people under their control in a new area. And now I'm hearing uh, reports, uh, reliable reports, that large parts of northern Israel have already been evacuated. And there are roadblocks in certain parts of the Ukraine where they ask people to show identity papers proving they're Jewish, and if they're not, they don't let them in. So they have been trying already to evacuate uh, these ancient slave peoples of theirs uh, to Khazaria, and I strongly recommend uh, them not to go because uh, they need to renounce their satanic overlords once and for all. Now, the other thing that with all this business about Gaza distracting everybody and this huge sort of hysterical campaign with incredible storms of uh, clouds of fear porn and exaggeration out there uh, is that it's distracting people from other more important things. So, for example, uh, the Russian task news agency is confirming that Polish troops are in the Ukraine. So they're annexing the non-Russian parts of the Ukraine. The Ukraine will cease to exist. Uh, that's happening and it's not being reported except by TASS, but that's a big one uh, that should be reported. And there are many other events that are happening that they're trying to distract us from, but uh, the, the, uh, the important one is that Iran is not being fooled into doing this GOG, MAGOG, uh, you know, World War Three scenario. They're not taking the bait, and they're asking instead, quite reasonably, for a complete boycott, the cut off of all oil and gas. To I would say they should do it for the uh, United States and Western Europe, and not just Israel, until this whole charade ends. Now, a further thing I'm hearing, this is from actual high-level, uh, you know, MI6 CIA types, is that. There are plenty of special forces, U.S. and Canadian and British special forces in Israel, operating in the tunnels underneath. And what they're doing is they're hunting down the Satanists. And their number one target is Benjamin Netanyahu because he murdered, you know, uh, well, he's one of the worst mass murderers in history if you look at things like Fukushima and stuff. But just... In Israel alone, they know that he was responsible for the murder of all those Israelis to, to, to start this war to try to distract people, you know. But their whole uh, process of inciting people to hate each other, to kill each other, to fight each other, to start wars, and then use those wars to uh, kill men and enslave women and, and harvest children, that whole nightmare scenario, this whole uh, 
business has to end. The entire planet is sick and tired of these satanic gangsters starting wars, uh, carrying out genocide, and, and you know slaughtering uh, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of children every year to harvest adrenochrome. This is now proven. It's not. It's beyond a doubt. These people have to go. Uh, in the United States, of course, we all know that the uh, entire sort of political show is just theater. It's a movie. They, they all read scripts. They're actors, including Trump, including Biden. They're all just bribed actors. It's no longer democracy. It's just a reality TV show. Uh, and that's going to be unplugged. And hopefully we'll soon have a jubilee. All debts will be written off. And debt slavery, Babylonian debt slavery, will no longer be the economic system of the West. Instead, we'll copy from the best models of Scandinavia, uh, Germany, and Eastern Asia to have public servants who work for the people to make their lives better, uh, controlling what how we navigate into the future. And there's no reason why we cannot increase the amount and variety of life even as we have a huge population boom of human beings. So I think we could uh, easily have um, 30 billion people on this planet and twice as much uh, preserved nature as we have now. It's not impossible. It's a completely uh, reasonable goal. And uh, the, the collapse of the corporate control grid is going to have a lot of implications in many ways. These people have... Uh, made a lot of big mistakes and are now coming uh, home to roost. The big one, of course, is electric vehicles. Uh, they are not a viable technology. They, the batteries are expensive. The fueling is expensive. Uh, they don't last long. The answer is hydrogen, and uh, it will be a hydrogen age, hydrogen age about to begin. Now, the other big industry that's going to be totally revamped is the pharmaceutical industry because unfortunately a lot of these companies especially the big ones are make money by making people sick and then selling them cures for the sicknesses they caused only one out of 20 people got cancer before the beginning of the 20th century when the rockefellers took over the american medical association and started putting cancer causing substances in all sorts of daily products so they could make money, you know, selling their so-called cancer cures. This is crime. It's been going on for a long time, but it's very, it's mass murder on an industrial scale. Uh, now, the vaccines, I know that originally vaccines helped eliminate a lot of diseases, but what they're pushing now is not, uh, it's, it's harmful. And again, we have a group that took over control of 90% of the world's transnational corporations who are trying to kill us and also uh, harm us and exploit us, and, and they don't have our best interests in mind. They're going to lose that control. Uh, something fundamental has clicked, and uh, we're going to keep fighting until these people are uh, permanently removed, permanently removed from any sort of power or control over humanity. Uh, we are not sheeple. We are human beings. We want to decide our own futures based on our own dreams and wishes and not be herded through fear porn into 
endless wars and and misery and suffering, which is all that they have brought. So uh, a new era is beginning, but we're going to keep the fight up until it's really over. And I don't uh, underestimate these people. We don't trust them. And we're going to keep fighting until it really is over in a way that nobody can deny. The fight will continue until we have absolute unconditional surrender by the Octagon Group and the Rothschilds and all those people. We know who the Octagon Group is to us. Victor Emmanuel of uh, the so-called Caesar of Italy, uh, Klaus Schwab, Rothschild, uh, Alain Berset, the president of Switzerland, the Dutch royals. Uh, we know who you are. We know where you are. And we're coming to get you because enough is enough. And, and torturing and murdering children will stop. So uh, the fight is continuing, but the White Hats are winning and we will finish this in a way that nobody can deny. It'll be in all the corporate media. And it's already starting. You can see it. Uh, but it'll be more and more obvious. Well, that's uh, what I have to say for myself today. Now I'd like to answer questions from, read- from readers and viewers. Evan, we have our first question for today. What is happening in Mexico? Acapulco was just hit like Maui, but why? Full media blackouts. The criminal president, Lopez Obrador, blocked all aid and set barricades on the highways by his goons, the National Guard and military, to steal all aid taken by private citizens at gunpoint. Under his own, <clears throat> excuse me, under his orders, only his goons, National Guard, can dispense aid. But the government is broke, no money at all. That is why they are stealing all the private help. Uh, Ten dead doesn't make sense. There must be thousands of missing people who were just blown away by the winds in a hurricane without rain. If it was a hit to push the KM candidate, Shane Baum does not make sense. She's already the lead pushed by Lopez Obrador's crime syndicate. What was in Acapulco or in Mexico in general that demanded such punishments? Uh, the only thing I know is I was contacted by a Mexican uh, drug cartel representatives who told me that a large part of the opium crop there, the, the poppy crop, as it was destroyed by this attack. So I don't know if they're, it's an attempt to eradicate um, poppy production or just, or just to eliminate competition from their own poppy uh, production in Iraq. But it seems to be related to the uh, heroin crop. And uh, I'll try to find out more, but that's the latest I have. And, and if you look at the videos of the damage, it's not that bad, okay? It's not going to be, at least Acapulco, what I saw, it, it's not going to kill thousands of people. Um, but uh, all I know for sure is that it has something to do with opium, and it's probably, according to the Mexican cartels, they're just trying to eliminate uh, natural competition, for their chemical um, narcotics. We'll see. Next question. Hi, Ben. North and South Korean leaders met at their border last week, shook hands, and walked together over the line back and forth a few times and basically struck some form of deal. Do you know if anything came of this or what the deal was about? Well, I know that they want to unify uh, and that... The deal has been reached. The the North Koreans uh, have nuclear weapons now that are capable of reaching the continental United States, and they basically told the Americans, either you uh, uh, let us unify Korea or we're going to destroy Washington, New York, and Los Angeles. Uh, and 
you know, the Americans aren't willing to trade Washington, New York, and Los Angeles for destroying, you know, Pyongyang and Seoul. So they basically agreed to, to reunify the Korean Peninsula. That's what I'm hearing. And that Kim Jong-un will be the, like, symbolic leader, emperor, uh, sort of like the emperor of Japan. That, that's what I'm hearing. But we'll see. Uh but it, I think, and I actually do talk to the North Koreans, and they are reasonable people. It's not as bad as we've all been told. Uh, it, it's it's going to be good for the Korean people. And the thing to remember is that North Korea, actually, the women of there have babies. South Korea has the lowest uh, childbirth rate in the world. So something is very wrong when you have a society where women don't feel like having babies and the future generation is not being produced. In North Korea, whatever else you can say about it, women feel uh, safe, it's safe to have children there. So hopefully this will lead to an end to the population decline and uh, some sort of change is also going to have to take place in Japan because the current regime has been operating under Rothschild orders to reduce the population from a peak of close to 140 million to 70 million, and that's why they're, and that's got to end. Uh, there's Japan's got plenty of room for plenty more people, so there's going to be something happening in Japan too. Next question. Hi right, Ben, how long do you expect this Middle East conflict to last? I don't know, but uh, I. I am hearing, you know, reading reports and uh, sober publications like the Jerusalem Post about tunnel networks uh, that were started like 4,000 years ago. So there's some kind of underground war going on there. And uh, this has nothing to do with Hamas or, or Gaza. It's something else. And I'll try to find out more, but it looks like... We'll see, but but maybe, just maybe, they'll actually find something uh, out of the ancient history books, like actual Anunnaki. I don't know, but, but uh, you know, the only thing I can say, though, for sure, is that they're not going to start World War Three in the Middle East, and they're not going to fool the uh, Turks or the Arabs or the uh, Persians into, you know, starting World War Three because because they know that's the game. And they're not playing it. But something is going on, and hopefully we'll find out more once the special forces, you know, finish the job. Next question. Which country is hypothetically leading the charge, putting an end to the Khazarian Mafia? Respects on the name of the USA and leadership uh, and courage historically and undebatably separating from the colonial powers slash KM through freedom of uh, freedom of thought and freedom of spirit. We are the ones that successfully took a stand against the general hypocrisy and depravity globally. We use the Fed to establish ourselves in 193 countries. You know the good thing about fiat currency is once it is, it is time to be declared odious it just goes away and the physical property alone confiscated will balance the books not to mention opening up the vaults of the vatican well i don't know if that's a question or a statement but um the, the actual battle against the kazarian mafia was started by the japanese imperial family who are uh related they're you know descendants of one of the lost tribes of israel the tribe of ephraim and then uh the Russians and the Chinese joined them, 
and then the Persians, and then now most of the world's on board. But there's always been a powerful faction in the U.S., uh, people around uh, President Kennedy and Dick Cheney and, and White Hats in the Pentagon who were appalled to see their American democracy hijacked by this satanic cult. So the White Hats in the U.S. have a big uh, have played a huge role, and without them, uh, victory would not have been possible. But a, a lot of the other stuff I can't address right now. All I can say is that uh, a currency has to be based in reality. It doesn't have to be backed by gold, but it has to be connected to the actual physical world. It, it, otherwise, it's parasitical. Uh, it takes, it creates uh, something out of nothing, and then sucks it. Uh, wealth away from other people. So it has to be backed by something that really exists, and it doesn't have to be gold. It can be grain, it can be coal, it can be milk, whatever. It's just if the financial system has to be connected to the real world. Next question. Hi, Ben. We have our last question for today. Do you expect war to break out between the USA and China? This seems incredibly convenient for the USA, as historically war has always brought in them out of a recession no uh for the very simple reason that every time they do a war game with uh against china they end up losing badly and have to resort to all-out nuclear war and that would destroy you know the northern hemisphere and kill 90 percent of humanity so no the, the the there's no reason to fight china and china doesn't want to fight the u.s they just you know, they look at the U.S. as a friend who's got a mental illness and they're trying to help them get over it and, and return to sanity and then work together. But no, there's not going to be a war. But if we don't remove these criminal parasites from control of the West, uh, we will become so economically weak that we will end up being Chinese slaves or servants unless we remove those criminals and return to competent economic management so that we don't become, uh, you know, subcontractors to the Chinese. That's what's going to happen unless we uh, root and branch reform the Western economic and financial system based on the best models from around the world. Well, that's it. And... Uh, Let's see what next week brings up, but I'm, I'm expecting uh, good news. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention, uh, there are 350,000 Venezuelans in the United States, and they've started doing things like slashing tires and uh, smashing car windows and causing chaos. Uh, we need the National Guard and the military and the police to kind of uh, make sure these uh, goons don't cause any more damage. Okay, well, that's it, and I hope to see you next week. Is the man for courts martial has been amended a couple of times by Donald Trump. Now, the president authorized to 
uh, amended the manual for courts martial uh, with advice from the appropriate military authorities. So, what does that mean? Well, since 1984, the manual for, for courts martial has been amended by every president. And progressively, what they have done is they've been changing the rules, particularly to do with jurisdiction, where, you, where, where an individual may be charged and where that charge will be heard. They've been changing the jurisdiction, they've been changing the rules to make it uh, more difficult for the authorities to hold crooked presidents, congressmen, senators, the deep state generally, three-letter agencies, the lot, to make it almost impossible for them to hold them to account. And Obama, as you can imagine, uh, changed it a lot to protect the crooks. We have a, a similar point of view, a, a similar action by... Malcolm Turnbull, when he was Prime Minister, changing the definition of treason so he couldn't be charged with treason. And once you change the law, you can't retrospectively charge an individual for something that wasn't a crime in the past. So Malcolm will get off that particular charge, but there's plenty he was going to go down for. So what happened was Donald Trump got into power, as we know. It was never planned. Hillary was supposed to get in, but he got in. He won it. Fair and square, he's a legitimate, he was a legitimate president of the US Corporation and Commander-in-Chief. And so he's adjusted the court, the manual for courts martial to the extent where everything that the Black Hats were doing from the top down was now a crime. And if they committed that again, they could be charged. And so they had to wait. And they changed the manual for courts martial. And over the last few years, whilst they've been moving as fast as they can, it's not like they waited in terms of uh, taking action. No, they were moving fast. And we'll talk about the complexity of this global operation in a minute just to blow your mind on how tough this is. So while they got to work uh, dismantling the deep state, dismantling the cabal, the Kamal members and everybody just keep kept committing the same crimes, which now means that they can charge under these new court martial rules, everybody that needs to be charged, which is brilliant. And it also includes civilians because civilians previously would say, well, you can't do this, this is illegal, the book, the book says you can't do that. Well, no, they can. They can. And so civilians can be charged under a court-martial, and courts-martial are different to, <laughs> different to civilian courts. Very, very different. And if you've been following the transcripts of those that have already been the uh, tribunals, military tribunals that have been held, both offshore on US naval vessels and elsewhere, where the charges are read, the, the sealed indictment is open, the charges are read, the accused gets a chance to defend themselves, they're found guilty and executed almost immediately. And most of them go screaming, saying, this is unlawful, this is unlawful. Sorry, folks, it's very lawful. You can be a civilian and try. Now, here's the good part for us, because then you've got a bunch of Australians saying, well, this is Australia. That has nothing to do with us. <laughs> well, folks, since... You turn this into a corporation and you've been enjoying the benefits of the Australian corporation. And since the US controls Australia, guess what? Australian civilians are now subject to this manual for courts martial. They're all for the high jump. All of them. Nobody gets away. <clears throat> These last few weeks, months are going to be excruciating because the White Hats want to make sure that they get absolutely everybody. This time, nobody escapes. <clears throat> now, that doesn't mean everybody's going to be hung because not everybody's done something that's worthy of capital punishment. But everyone, 
everyone is going to be gotten to. So get a hold of the manual for courts martial, have a look at it, skim through it, read through it, you'll understand it. It's military writing is very clear. It's a very big document, but it's um, it is the basis by which all these people are going to go down, and that's the great news. They're going down courtesy of that, and the military is very not like civilian life. Military courts, military punishments, they're all going down. So that's the um, the manual for courts martial. Next, next, I told you this was going to be... This is the people's voice. The FBI make major announcement. Pizzagate is real. It's dated to November the 23rd, 2023. The FBI announced this week that Pizzagate is real and have confirmed that pedophiles connected to an elite pedophile ring are actively being pursued and arrested. The admission from the FBI comes after a week of multiple arrests of public figures connected to Pizzagate who previously tried to dismiss the scandal as a conspiracy theory. The latest Pizzagate-connected figure, Clint Harden, worked at Texas A&M and was arrested on child pornography charges earlier this month. According to a statement by the FBI, he used the pedophile code word pizza in chats to discuss child porn. Links in the notes. Something fundamental has happened at the highest levels of world power. Satan, as in the ancient cult of slavers, has been defeated, and now a sweep is being carried out. Signs are everywhere. However, first let's see what was defeated. When Asian secret societies first approached me in 2006, they gave me the following hand-drawn diagram of their power structure. At the top is the Star of Satan, mistakenly called the Star of David, and right below it are Switzerland and the Federal Reserve Board. 
The Babylonian god king at the top of this structure was David Rockefeller. Under his direct control, Japan, Mexico, Canada, Africa, America, Iran, Greece, England, Russia and Mongolia. On the left, Queen Elizabeth and the European Commission, now the EU. Under the City of London and something called real estate, presumably crown lands, including most of Australia and Canada. On the right, France and the Fortune 500 rating hanging next to it. What you won't find under their control is Germany, which was then headed by Führer George H.W. Bush. You also won't find Middle Eastern monarchies like Saudi Arabia, China, ASEAN and South America under your control. Okay, now let's fast forward to 2023 and see what happened. England under Queen Elizabeth seceded, hence Brexit. Since her husband Philip was the monarch of Denmark and Greece, they also separated. Despite Elizabeth being eliminated, England, Ireland and Scotland are now under the control of someone loyal to her spirit. This is not King Charles III. This man says he will appear in public in the new year. France also seceded. It is now under the control of Pierre de Gaulle, grandson of Charles de Gaulle. At the St. Petersburg Forum, de Gaulle raised the question of the possibility of France joining the BRICS. Russian President Vladimir Putin said that if France presents its candidacy, he will consider it. Russia, of course, also seceded when Tsarist figures loyal to the Orthodox Church killed 200 satanic oligarchs and exiled many others before putting Vladimir Putin's avatar in charge. Africa also separated, so almost no one on this continent did the shoulder procedure. The Russians are providing military support to newly independent African countries. The Chinese provided economic support. The African countries of the British Commonwealth are also independent. Next, let's look at Germany. After George H.W. Bush and most of his family were executed for treason, Elon Musk became the new Führer, according to the elders of the Black Sun organization. The real Donald Trump, not the fake one, is an ally of this group. Japan and the Korean Peninsula are now the battleground where the Rockefeller clan is fighting to maintain control. Thus, David Rockefeller Jr. is left with a legacy that now consists of a corporation of the United States under the leadership of President Joe Biden, Canada under the leadership of Castrudo and many Fortune 500 companies. His Politburo is the Swiss, based Octagon Group. Politburo member Klaus Schwab Rothschild may have tried to overthrow Junior with his Great Reset plan. He failed. In other words, most of the news events of the last few years can be seen as the Rockefeller clan's struggle to stay in power. That's why the first thing they did was cancel the Keystone Pipeline to prevent the U.S. from buying non-Rockefeller oil in Canada. They also blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline to force Europeans to buy Rockefeller oil and gas at twice the price of Russia. 
Now it turns out that one of the main reasons for the ongoing genocide in the Gaza Strip is to ensure the safety of the huge gas reserves discovered there. Nevertheless, despite the fact that Americans and Europeans had to become impoverished in order to remain in power, the Rockefellers are still on the verge of bankruptcy. As the site indicates Kim.com, Russia, the country in the world with the most sanctions imposed, will end 2023 with a profit of $75 billion. The United States, the country with the largest debt in the world, will end 2023 with a loss of $2 trillion. Last week, the Rockefellers hoped to stay in business by offering the Chinese almost anything they wanted in exchange for extra money. They offered the Chinese California and decorated the streets of San Francisco with Chinese flags with the words, Oh, look, San Francisco has turned into China by the arrival of President Xi. Finally revealing his true face. However, looking at the expression on the face of the Rockefeller bagman Anthony Blinken after conversations with his Chinese interlocutors, you can see the obvious horror. We asked Asian intelligence sources what they had told him, and they told him that the Chinese would no longer lend money to an American corporation. They also said they would insist that the Rockefellers and others responsible for the war on mass procedures be brought before a military criminal tribunal. After the meeting, the Chinese government press confirmed, the dysfunction of the U.S. political system will continue as long as the country is still able to use the dollar to contain the global economy. This happened despite the fact that the administration promised that the United States would not seek a new Cold War. That they would not try to change China's system, that they would not try to revive alliances against China, that they would not support Taiwan independence and that they did not intend to enter into conflict with China, said Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi. Since he had no money, Biden called Xi a dictator of the communist government after the meeting. In any case, without Chinese money, everything will be doomed, because they do not have the money to bribe generals and actors posing as politicians. Signs that the Rockefellers are losing control of the U.S. can now be seen everywhere. The biggest sign is a letter sent to the soldiers, which says, former soldiers who were forcibly discharged from the army for refusing to do a cocktail procedure may require correction of their military records. This means that the Khazar group has lost control of the U.S. armed forces. They are also losing control of the U.S. bureaucracy. More than 500 U.S. officials have signed a letter protesting Israel's policy pursued by a Rockefeller surrogate. Donald Trump supporter Kash Patel, meanwhile, sued FBI Director Christopher Wray and other FBI and Justice Department officials for illegal surveillance. You will be questioned about this under oath. A member of the House of Representatives, Clay Higgins, a Republican from Louisiana, also told Ray about vile buses full of FBI informants disguised as Trump supporters who arrived at our Capitol on January 6th. Now audio recordings from January 6th have been published, proving that this event was a giant fraud that became possible and was coordinated by elements in the U.S. government. 
Since the publication of January 6th on Friday, more than 40,000 hours of video footage from Capitol Police surveillance cameras have circulated dozens of videos exposing the image of the January 6th committee as a violent uprising. Another thing is that there is more and more evidence of crimes against cocktails committed by the Kazar group. The real Donald Trump, of course, plans to initiate criminal proceedings against the Rockefellers and their henchmen. That's why the Rothschild controlled economist calls Trump the greatest danger to the world in 2024. For her part, Jen Psaki Rockefeller talks about Trump's fear of persecuting anyone he considers an enemy and how this time he plans to staff his administration with people who will really work. The Rockefellers are using the Trump mask to try to prevent this. The United States and Israel, which have joined forces for a long time, will be responsible for the massacres in Gaza. In a few years, Israel and the American empire will disappear. Those who struggle with the course of history will provoke wars and unnecessary casualties among their number, writes French journalist Thierry Mason reflecting the prevailing opinion in most countries of the world. South Africa, Turkey and Russia are among the countries that have appealed to the International Criminal Court, ICC, with war crimes charges against the United States and its octagon leaders based in Israel and Switzerland to investigate war crimes committed in Gaza. Hundreds of lawyers are heading to the Hague Court to take action against Israel, he promises. The West goes beyond morality and law and violates international legal norms, said Maria Zakharova, an official representative of the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says that these actions have become possible now because the West has led the world for more than 500 years, more than five centuries. And that era is over. The latest example of this is the overwhelming victory of libertarian outsider Javier Miley in the presidential election in Argentina, which dealt a crushing blow to the traditional parties that have been responsible for the economic downturn for decades. Miley promises to drastically cut the budget, replace the weakened peso with the US dollar and close the central bank. He also wants to abolish ministries such as the Ministry of Women, equality and diversity, as well as the Ministry of the Environment. The Khazar group is now in a panic as their century-old plan to rule the world from Khazaria collapses after their defeat in Ukraine. This has destroyed a vast political network of bribery. According to Polish intelligence estimates, since the Russian invasion in 2022, Ukraine has received more than $230 billion in aid. According to the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Ukrainian officials appropriated from 20% to 36% of all financial assistance that Kiev received from the West. The remaining funds were appropriated by American and Israeli officials or used to finance Ukraine and the Gaza Strip. According to sources in the Mossad, the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky will be held accountable because he has long left Ukraine. His wife knew it was inevitable when they were in Canada. Polish intelligence agrees.
The only thing that is no longer in doubt is that Zelensky will soon join the ranks of friends of the United States, sacrificed when they were no longer needed or for whatever reason they were not easy to manage remotely. As a clear sign of this, the Wall Street Journal is now calling for an end to magical thinking about Russia's defeat in Ukraine. Even the Jewish people are waking up. For example, the previously Kazarian-controlled BBC is beginning to question Israel's portrayal of the Gaza Strip, reporting, Israel has yet to provide evidence of tunnels that were used as a pretext to destroy the hospital. The Khazar group is in the process of losing control even over its slave colony of Israel. Opposition leader Yair Lapid joined the chorus of demands to remove Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu from office. Sources in the Mossad report that Israeli special forces are now actively hunting for Netanyahu. Other deputy heads of government, such as Justin Castrudo, are also on their way out. He can no longer appear in public without being attacked by the crowd. Of course, the Khazars are going crazy and are now threatening to destroy the world. They still cling to the illusion that they will be able to carry out their plan to unleash World War III in order to remove 90% of humanity and enslave the rest. CIA sources warn. There is only one emergency crew in the fleet based in the Mediterranean. There is a reason for this. Be prepared for a false flag operation, during which Israel will send an underwater drone that will hit and sink one of the aircraft carriers. Exactly the same as in the case of the incident in the Gulf of Tonkin. They're going to put the blame on Iran. They need Iran in this conflict. Russia already knows about this. However, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov confirms that neither Iran, Lebanon, nor Hezbollah militants will allow the genocide in Gaza to tempt them to fulfill their desire to unleash World War III. There also seems to be some kind of otherworldly force at work that ensures that the planet will not be destroyed. U.S. Secretary of the Air Force Frank Kendall says that there are unknowns that prevent the U.S. from creating intercontinental ballistic missiles. Obviously, the U.S. only has Minuteman three missiles more than half a century old, and no one knows how to control them. I may have a memory glitch, but I'm pretty sure that after the Minuteman series, the U.S. had a lot of other missiles. It's like reality itself is changing. The Pentagon itself also remains a black box. He has just failed once again in the annual audit of military appropriations in the amount of $3.8 trillion. Of course, the Khazars of the group haven't run out of tricks yet. The cover of The Economist The World Ahead magazine for 2024, controlled by Rothschild, contains many clues. It includes images of intercontinental ballistic missiles and hints of weather warfare and AI mind control. However, my attention was drawn to the graph on the right, which shows the fall of the US dollar, euro, Japanese yen and British pound sterling. For me, this is an indicator that after many years of luring investors to the stock markets, forcing them to submit to paper money, 
They will now make money by selling their shares and collapsing everything around. We'll see. Another thing they're definitely planning is a war on the weather to try to get money to fight climate change. Senator Holling. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Behar, thank you again for being here. I just want to first establish a, a fact or two just to make sure everybody understands. So on October the 5th, 2021, you composed an email, which is now, I think, in the record, to Mark Zuckerberg, Sheryl Sandberg, and a group of other executives at Meta. Am I right so far? That's correct. In that memo, you disclosed to them that according to your own research, one in eight children, children now, had experienced unwanted sexual advances within the last seven days. Is that correct? That's correct. And about one in three, I think it was 27%, had experienced unwanted sexual advances outside of the seven-day window. So that is more than, than seven days. Is, is that correct? That is correct. Those numbers are astounding. I just want to let that sink in. One in eight within seven days, a third of children outside of that window. Mark Zuckerberg, did he reply to you? He did not reply. Did he meet with you? He did not meet with me. Cheryl Sandberg, did she meet with you? She did not meet with me. So, in other words, the people who had recruited you to come back to Facebook, Meta, whatever, it's hard to keep up, uh, they ignored your findings. When you presented data to them they didn't want to see, they turned a blind eye. Let me, let me ask you about something else. This is from... The Wall Street Journal's report earlier this year, this is June of this year, they found the following, I'm going to quote, Instagram helps connect and promote a vast network of accounts openly devoted to the commission and purchase of underage sex content. Pedophiles have long used the internet, but unlike the forums and file transfer services that cater to people who have an interest in illicit content, Instagram doesn't merely host these activities. Instagram's algorithms promote them. Instagram connects pedophiles and guides them to content sellers via recommendation systems that excel at linking those who share these interests, the journal and academic researchers found. This is a stunning, stunning report, Mr. Behar, that, that more than buttresses bears out what you were telling, trying to tell the executives who ignored you. Just give us a sense, what, in your own view, why do you think this is happening? Why has Instagram become, in the words of the Wall Street Journal, a vast pedophile network? Why are people like your daughter, every time they get on Instagram, they're being bombarded with unwanted sexual advances, sexual content? Why is this happening? My experience of that is that most of the resources, even close to all that they invest in this, go towards this very narrow definition of harm. And so I would encourage anybody here when you're looking at this issue if you find an account that seems to be a pedophile account selling things try and act on it try and raise it see what the company does with that but see what happens if you like it or follow it what you start getting recommended and of all of the things that get surfaced by the systems how many of them are they acting on it's a fraction of a percent one of the things that 
you said changed from the time you left Facebook in 2015, I think it was, and came back in 2019. Was it Facebook has shifted to an automated-driven process of uh, safety standards, safety inspection, monitoring for things like this, which they boast about. They say that their AI is great, it's doing great work. That doesn't appear, however, to be the actual fact. It appears that these harms are proliferating. Tell us about the shift towards automated safety monitoring and what that has meant in your experience. I was not there for the shift, but what I can say is that algorithms are as good as their inputs. So if you don't allow a child to be, oh, that is gross, it makes me uncomfortable, right? which is something that you can do for an ad today. You can, you can take an ad and say, that is sexually inappropriate. But there's no way for a child to do that when they get a message or other areas. How do these systems like, even have a hope of addressing these issues? How can they, as a company, have a hope of addressing these issues if they're not willing to listen when a teen is trying to tell them that they're experiencing gross content, unwanted sexual advances. I mean, that's how you find predators. That's how you find the bad things. So what, what your research found and what you elevated to leadership was at least in part that these automated systems were not catching the vast majority of, of this unwanted content out there. I mean, the sexual advances of, of this pedophile material, it, it simply doesn't begin to capture. Yet Facebook didn't shift more resources, didn't change their process. And here's the thing that really gets me, and I'll end with this, Mr. Chairman. I know there's others who want to question. I have been reading over and over and over again this case filed by my home state, Missouri versus Biden. Landmark First Amendment case in which two federal courts, federal district court and a federal court of appeals, have found that Facebook, among others, actively coordinated with the present administration to censor First Amendment protected speech. Not this garbage that is not protected by anything in our Constitution, but First Amendment protected speech. Here's what gets me. What the courts found, this is in the record, this is factual findings is that Facebook devoted all kinds of resources and people, actual human people, to doing things like monitoring posts on COVID-19 vaccine efficacy. There's one example of a parent in my home state of Missouri who wanted to post something about a school board meeting. Facebook used human moderators to go and take down that post. That was important. That has to come down. We can't have them posting about school board meetings, for heaven's sake. But the things that your daughter experienced, the, this this ring of pedophiles, rings plural, that Facebook just can't find the time for. They just don't have the resources for it. That we just have to leave to, you know, let the market have its effect. Let AI do its job. We just don't have the resources for it. They had plenty of resources to, to censor First Amendment speech. No resources to protect our children. Absolutely unconscionable. Thanks, Senator Hope. Okay, we've got this guy, man. He's, um, this is Stephen Francis Hovenick. He was arrested in Georgia in a Georgia human trafficking ring for drug possession, pandering, prostitution and pimping. He's employed by the Biden Pentagon in charge of their department that oversees elementary schools. This is massive news. People say things ain't happening. Wow. 
Okay, I'll put some links in the note. All right, we have some really horrible news out of the state of New York. Forced quarantine, forced isolation is back into effect. This is absolutely terrible. Kathy Hochul and her government have passed draconian regulations having to do with forced quarantine and forced isolation. This is so evil. So the breaking news is the health dictatorship that Kathy Hochul wanted to set up but was hindered a bit because of a lawsuit, is back in full swing. The forced quarantine camps are back in effect. So today I want to tell you what's in this regulation. We're going to go through it. I also have it linked up. Look in the description for my full article on this. All right, so let's start at the summary of express terms. These regulations clarify the authority and duty of the New York State Department of Health and local health departments to protect the public in the event of an outbreak of communicable disease through appropriate public health orders issued to persons diagnosed with or exposed to a communicable disease. Contact shall mean any person known to have been sufficiently associated with a case or a suspected case. Isolation shall mean the physical separation and confinement of an individual or group of individuals who are infected or reasonably determined by the state or local health authority to be infected with a highly contagious disease or organism for such time as will prevent or limit the transmission of the disease or organism to non-isolated individuals. Quarantine shall mean the physical separation and confinement of an individual or groups of individuals who are reasonably determined by the state commissioner of health or local health authority to have been exposed to a highly contagious communicable disease, but who do not show signs or symptoms of such disease. What basis do they have to take away our freedom and lock us up, especially if there are no signs or symptoms of said disease? This is completely evil. And they talk about home quarantine or home isolation versus congregate Quarantine. Congregate quarantine means quarantine at a location operated or contracted by the state. This document also talks about monitoring people to ensure compliance. And of course, like always, the state employs the police to enforce these evil, evil laws. I'll show you that in a second. So New Yorkers can also expect to be investigated for disease. Look at this investigations and response activities every local health authority either personally or through a qualified representative shall immediately upon receiving a report of a case suspected case outbreak or unusual disease investigate the circumstances at any and all public and private places 
in which the local health authority has reason to believe that such places are associated with such disease. So they want to see if the disease or condition exists. They want to ascertain the source of the disease. They want to identify unreported cases, locate and evaluate contacts of cases and suspected cases, as well as those reasonably expected to have been exposed to the disease. They want to locate and evaluate contacts of cases and suspected cases, as well as those reasonably expected to have been exposed to the disease. They want to collect and submit or cause to be collected and submitted for laboratory examination such specimens as may furnish necessary or appropriate information for determining the source of disease or for diagnosis. Their investigations also include examining the processes, structures, conditions, machines, apparatuses, devices, equipment, and material within such places that may be relevant. And then we have the extremely open-ended number eight. Take any other steps to reduce morbidity and mortality that the local health authority determines to be appropriate. When a case or suspected case of a disease, condition, outbreak, or unusual disease occurs in any business, organization, institution, or private home, the person in charge of the business, organization, institution, or the homeowner shall cooperate with the State Department of Health and local health authorities in the investigations of such disease. Section 2.13, Isolation and Quarantine Procedures. Duty to issue isolation and quarantine orders. Whenever appropriate to control the spread of a highly contagious communicable disease, the State Commissioner of Health may issue and or may direct the local health authority to issue isolation and quarantine orders. So forced quarantine. And who are they issuing these orders to? Well, to all such persons as they shall deem appropriate. For the purposes of isolation orders, isolation locations may include home isolation or such other residential or temporary housing location that the public health authority issuing the order determines appropriate, where symptoms or conditions indicate that medical care in a general hospital is expected to be required. The isolation location shall be a general hospital. For the purposes of quarantine orders, quarantine locations may include home quarantine, other residential or temporary housing quarantine, or quarantine at such other locations as the public health authority issuing the order deems appropriate. None of this is appropriate. This is fascistic and pure evil. Pure evil. Whenever a person is subject to an isolation or quarantine order, the State Department of Health or local health authority shall monitor each person to ensure compliance with the order and determine whether such person requires a higher level of medical care. Wink, wink. Whenever appropriate, coordinate with local law enforcement to ensure that such person comply with the order. So send the jackboots. Send the police state. This monstrosity goes on, continuing, it says, No article that is likely to be contaminated with infective material may be removed from a premise where a person is isolated or quarantined unless 
The local health authority determines that such article has been properly disinfected or unless the quarantine period expires. Any person who violates a public health order shall be subject to all civil and criminal penalties as provided for by law. For the purpose of civil penalties, each and every day that the order is violated constitutes a separate violation. Every single day is its own violation. And apparently all of the doctors have to rat people out to the quarantine gulags. Duty of the attending physician stool pigeons. Every attending physician shall immediately, upon discovering a case of suspected, highly contagious reportable communicable disease, cause the patient to be appropriately isolated and contact the State Department of Health and the local health authority where the patient is isolated, and if different, the local health authority where the patient resides. So I want to keep this video short and to the point. This is the law that just got put back onto the books. It was temporarily suspended because of a lawsuit. But the lawsuit has been thrown out. And now the scene is set for all hell to break loose in New York State. These are disgusting, grotesque police state policies. Hauling people off based on pseudoscience. Nothing more evil than that. News alert. Everything primetime has been saying about the FBI and the Biden family has just been confirmed. For years, we've told you the FBI knew everything the Bidens were up to. The cash, the Chinese diamonds, American policy for sale. Not only was Biden blackmailing other countries and other countries blackmailing him, but the FBI was blackmailing Biden. Senator Chuck Grassley just announced that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has had 40 informants inside the mm. Biden family for the last 15 years. Mm. What does that mean? It's exactly what you think. 40 FBI informants, going back to the time Joe Biden was vice president, have been providing criminal information to FBI field offices throughout the country. 40. FBI informants have been feeding the Bureau exactly what Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden have been doing all over the world. Primetime isn't sure the FBI had this many informants working on the Trump campaign. So, what does it mean that the FBI has had the Biden family wired, and what does it mean that the FBI hasn't done a thing? Well, it tells me that the FBI knows all of the president's dirty laundry and is blackmailing them. Because Senator Grassley also revealed that multiple FBI field offices tried to run this criminal information back to headquarters and were blocked at every corner. This criminal activity was shut down during the Trump impeachment, 
shut down before the last election, and it's still being shut down today. Grassley says FBI headquarters deliberately smeared criminal information coming from FBI informants about the Biden family as foreign disinformation, when in fact, after an exhaustive examination, there's never been any information that any of this has been foreign. Even the FBI informant that said the Bidens shook down Ukraine for a $10 million bribe, that was vetted and found not to be foreign disinformation. But it gets worse. The FBI's attempt to follow up on the $10 million Ukrainian Biden bribe was shut down. The FBI informant who said there's 17 tapes of Biden talking about bribes, that too has been shut down despite that there's no evidence that this is foreign disinformation. And while all of this is going on, the FBI has been actively planting information against Donald Trump, doctoring emails and disseminating fake dossiers. The FBI used Biden to get revenge on Trump. They got a dirty politician elected so they could defeat a politician who caught them trying to frame him and fire their director. And now we have a compromised president in the White House being protected by a rogue gang of sick agents. And the American people are the real victims of this stupid inside game. You're paying more for everything. The border's wide open and crime is sky high. And we have two proxy wars that Biden can't manage. All because the FBI believes it's more powerful than democracy. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to click to subscribe to the Fox News YouTube page. This is the only way that I know for sure that you're not going to miss any great commentary, any great news bites, any great interviews coming your way on Fox. You can get it all here on YouTube. So subscribe right now. I made $15,000 in six months using an AI trading bot. That's right. And here's the proof on my dashboard screen. And that brings us to where we are now. It's been six months since I joined Lendcoin and started using their AI trading bots. I've already made $15,000 on my initial $10,000. So in six months, my $10,000 is now $25,000. And when the 12-month term ends and expires, this twenty-five will grow to $61,000. And at that point, I can withdraw the entire amount. I also tested the withdrawal feature, and I took some screenshots while I was doing it. So when I first joined, I deposited 10 earn compound to sign up and turn. Hey, man, go Brandon, but we all know what the saying means. Let's go